Welcome to Well and Back, the podcast hosted by three passionate osteopaths and wellness entrepreneurs, Justine Treadwell, Chloe Lawton, and Lauren Mallott. We're opening up our inner circle of holistic health practitioners we think everyone should have access to. Listen in as we share our personal and professional perspectives on how our bodies respond to our everyday choices, as well as our favorite health tips and tools to help us feel good and move well. Today on the podcast, we have Shannon Gregory, founder of Microcell Sciences. She is a colleague of mine at Still Dynamic, where we work with patients holistically, uh, healing from the inside out. And I think the first question we want to get to for, for those that aren't familiar is what live blood analysis is and what it entails. What we do is we actually prick the individual's finger and we look at a live tissue sample. When you look at a sample live, we can see what the red blood cells are doing, the white blood cells are doing, pathogens that are in the sample, so many different things that can be exposed. And it's really interesting because looking at this sample from this standpoint, it is giving all different parameters than Western medicine is. There are certain things that we are looking at um, in the live cell sample that lines up a lot from Western medicine, but ultimately um, we're looking at a a non-sterile sample. And what that means is there's bacteria that's present, there's parasites that's present, and then we walk you through everything we're seeing um, and explain it to you. Cell technicians. Um, I have created the microcell method. And what this is, is I've recently copyrighted this and it enables my 11 locations to have consistent results. But I have put a whole new layer on the regular education of live blood cell. So what I've done is I've added a whole layer of microbiology into each visit. And that's where I expose much, much more of what we're environmentally exposed to. So this microcell method enables me to kind of make a more advanced manual for live blood cells. I am kind of unfamiliar with this realm, but super interested in it. And I guess my biggest question, just to really break it down on what the main differences are, would be from uh, a naturopathic visit, often they lead you down the line of blood work with looking for specific blood markers, or if you even think about an allopathic doctors, like a medical doctor's uh, blood work, and they're looking for specific markers. When you mentioned non-sterile, what would the precise difference be between how you obtain a blood sample, how they obtain the blood sample? And- now, The original Enderlin's learnings, which is with live blood cell, he found that there are pathogens that we're exposed to. And unfortunately, sometimes our immune can't overcome these pathogens. And this really started ramping up in the 50s, where Western medicine believes that our blood is sterile. So in Western medicine, They believe if I was seeing all of this bacteria, people would be going septic. Now, here's the key. The key is, is that our blood has adapted. 15 years ago, when I started my practice, 
there was nothing like I'm seeing now. The environment has completely turned upside down, which has affected our microbiome. This is why you're hearing so much more about our microbiome because it's completely messed up now. We have so many different antibiotic resistant bacteria that are living simultaneously in our body and our immune system is bypassing it. So our body has organically learned how to live with these types of pathogens in them. There are certain pathogens that I do see that relates to what we call vector bites, okay? What is a vector bite? That is something that's crossing the blood barrier. And that too has made us not sterile. So I have quite a few medical doctors, MDs, that refer to me knowing they're looking at a non-sterile sample. I have naturopathic doctors that refer to me because they know it, they, they know that our body isn't sterile anymore. But that's the big barrier with me and Life Labs or myself and Dynacare. That's the true barrier is that they're taking blood on a sterile standpoint and I'm taking blood on a non-sterile standpoint. And my job is to penetrate that to have the doctors realize I'm seeing this with my own eyes and I'm seeing streptococcus with six balls on the screen. And that's how I've been slowly penetrating the more Western side and getting more of the Western doctors believing in what I do because you can't deny what you're seeing. DNA is DNA. Microbiology is microbiology. Strep is strep. Yeah, you bring up a great point of the visual, like what are you actually looking at? And I think that would be great for listeners to get to visualize themselves. So you mentioned a specific bacteria and what that image looks like to you. Of course, we don't have to run through a full biology course here, but just exactly looking at those differences, like what are you actually seeing on your screen when you're identifying either a bacteria or a parasite? or just overall sensitivities? Is it looking for specific gluten markers or lactose intolerance yep. markers and how specific and even specific foods, like somebody sensitive to celery or okay. animals, how specific are you getting? On okay. So basically it takes a little bit for you to have a few appointments with us to be extremely specific. The first initial visit, we're getting parameters. There's a lot going on because what the public doesn't realize is in our head, we have a 30,000 page manual that we have to kind of go over. And we're only looking at five pages of it in the individual's blood, you know? So there's just so much to unravel. And it also comes to a point where you have people come in and they say, you know, I have these symptoms, fibromyalgia, joint pain, so on and so forth. And it's really our job to kind of, again, unravel or put that puzzle piece together or put that story together of where some of those symptoms are coming from. So one of the more common pathogens we do see is caucus. Caucus is a massive thing that we see in almost every single individual. 10 years ago, when I started looking at the blood, 
this specific bacteria caucus, which is circular, it basically looks like a little tiny circle. This was not as progressive. I would note, I would see say 20% in patients. I'm at 80% now. Why is this happening? Because when iPhones started becoming very popular 10 years ago, glass instruments, glass phones, it changed everything. And it's fascinating because glass surfaces can harbor bacteria, can enable the organic material, can enable bacteria to multiply and divide. It's against our face. We cough on it. It's touching our hands. We put our hands in our mouth and that caucus or staph can enter our body. And this is why I'm seeing a massive influx. And in each appointment, something to definitely take away from this podcast would be you got to clean your cell phone. You should see what I petri dish and grow from people's cell phones. But, you know, it's really, really interesting how our microbiome is overrun by this particular bacteria. And the issue is in a lot of circumstances, this is antibiotic resistant. Now, there's lots of things I can do on herbal standpoint. There's lots of herbs that I have that implode and kill this bacteria. So in an appointment of live blood cell, we would go over, you know, here's the red blood cells. What are they doing? What's the integrity? How are you absorbing? What are the granules of the immune or the innate immune doing? We specialize in chronic infections. We're also looking for Epstein-Barr virus. Now, all you ladies being osteopaths, this is huge for us. Okay, because there's a massive connection between the the vagal nerve and Epstein-Barr virus. So when I'm seeing active Epstein-Barr virus, which is a virus that we do get exposure from mono. So this taxes the vagus nerve and you guys with drainage can get this open and I've actually sent Lauren a few of my clients to do drainage and it's, I see them back in two weeks later and she's got pathways moving for me and drainage moving. And this is a huge topic of conversation really, because drainage in Western medicine isn't being looked at and it's something you guys can address opening pathways and I can address amazing with opening pathways. So, you know, in conjunction of live cell and osteopathic, it actually, you wouldn't think these two would be so nice together, but we know how important drainage is and, you know, getting the liver going and looking at what the adrenal glands are doing. And these are all things that we are looking at from the blood and what's happening in the plasma. We can see the adrenal glands, we can see the immune and we're going over all of that. Because just like you guys with doing treatments, we get to see the improvements. And that's a beautiful thing about our jobs is that we watch people improve, don't we? And and, and it's just like incredible watching that happen. Um, I walk people through the appointments, show them how to execute a plan. And then they see me for a follow-up with the plan executed. And we see the benefits because, you know, it's the data, getting the right data is so key. So 
if it's so different what you're seeing and what a practitioner is seeing when you're just getting blood work done, isn't it a little scary the difference between what you would recommend and what uh, Western medicine would recommend of a treatment plan? So there is a huge thing. So number one, um, I would go more herbal and I have to take into consideration are people on medications? Like there's a massive component here to recommending what people do. I do have a lot of naturopathic doctors that utilize us as a blood lab. So they do all the prescribing. They do all of that. The medical doctors that refer to us, they actually will prescribe pharmaceuticals against what I'm seeing, but I have to back up what I'm seeing with images so they know and they can see. So if I'm saying I'm seeing streptococcus, I need to show on my database to the doctors that they're streptococcus so they prescribe appropriately and, and, um, and they're confirmed that they're, they're seeing what I'm seeing. Um, but overall, you know, the doctors will kind of do their own medicine and the, it, it's really two different ways of doing things. You know, Dr. B here um, in Ontario, she will prescribe off of my live cell results, you know, doxycycline, things like that, if I'm seeing a vector bite. So it just depends completely on the practitioner. It depends on what the practitioner has in their protocols because their protocols are all different. And then don't forget, sometimes if I'm saying I'm seeing Lyme disease, or I'm seeing a vector bite um, or things that relate to that, they may run tests and more diagnostic tests because what I am, I kind of give them the baseline and then they go, all right, it's worth spending the $2,000 and running an arm and test to see what, what comes up. And that's how I've created such an enormous amount of doctor followings is because of the diagnostics. If I'm saying I'm seeing this and then they run a GI test and they get everything that I'm seeing, I've built this in the last 10 years of here's my diagnostics and here's their diagnostics. Wow. Look how they line up. Yeah. You highlight such a good point too, which is it's, you know, the, the quality of work that you're doing, but also how it fits into our current medical system and healthcare spending too. You're providing such a comprehensive test that is way more cost effective than the, the arm in or other blood, blood work and blood testing. You know, where can those resources be better allocated or what does that mean for the patient? It's kind of, rewriting the path that people or consumers would yeah. take and it sound based off of what you're saying it sounds logical that you would be that first point of contact before diving deeper onto testing that might be more uh, less cost effective and exactly what also, and what i also love about that is that it's very inclusive as much as you come from a point of a naturopathic viewpoint it really opens the door to somebody that may not be fully trusting in the holistic way of medicine yet, but you're saying, look at the results and here are your options. You can follow through with a a medical doctor who's able to prescribe you pharmaceuticals. If that is the pathway that you are currently. Exactly. And you can then open your eyes to maybe a natural way of healing similar things, or maybe 
one bacteria sounds very scary or a parasite sounds scary to somebody and they're not necessarily comfortable diving into a full parasite cleanse. Maybe they do a couple things, the allopathic route, but then there is the general issue that you mentioned of uh, the fact that these things are in our blood system that they may want to address a bit more holistically, whether that's through osteopathic treatments with drainage pathways or naturopathic routes or exactly herbal remedies. So. And let's talk about that because parasites is very wide. Um, we can probably see about 20 different types of parasites um, and be able to look at that. Now, one major thing we have to cover here is that live blood cell is not diagnostic as of yet. Now, who knows what 10 years will be, but right now, I think it's starting to become a lot more mainstream. Um, and I do know with what I've done in allowing to have more diagnostics, I've put that on, on kind of the, the main stream for some doctors and kind of go, okay, maybe there's something behind that. Parasites is an incredible type of uh, topic because I want everybody to know, like caucus, we are exposed to parasites all the time. Mm -hmm. We are traveling. And again, this started to really ramp up in the 50s when we started going all over the world. You know, um, we started having all types of people living here in Canada. So this is where we see parasites that live in the red blood cells. We have parasites that people release of tapeworms. And we know, and it sounds so disgusting, people send me parasite poo pictures. Yes, ladies, they do. And it tells me a lot. Because I, I mean, it sounds absolutely maybe disgusting to you guys, but to us, we're zooming in because it matters if it's segmented. Does it have a triangular head? Is it a liver fluke? Is it a roundworm? Like this matters to what we're doing because I do put some of my clients on some incredible parasite cleanses. I use a company called CellCore, which is like the Tesla of parasite cleanses. There's nothing better. It's got mimosa pudica in it. And what mimosa pudica is, it's a special type of herbal and it's a flower that actually is sticky gel and it grabs the parasites and then you poop them out. So you wouldn't even believe the amount of pictures I get of what comes out of people. And people, even the doctors that I'm like, try this, put the go, go, go do this. And they're like, oh my God, Shannon, what is this? So it's fascinating. Um, and uh, parasites we're getting from all over. We're also in the summer months, always going to have more parasites. We are. Flies landing on food, us being outside, swimming in Lake Ontario, swimming in, you know, everywhere. It just, it is what it is. But we do not want the load of parasites as an infection. It's okay to have some in our body. I am never, ever, ever going to get rid of every single one. I'm never because you're exposed to them over and over. However, I want that. Inf that's an infection. And I want that at a lower level because it creates irritable bowel, bloating, bubbly tummy, headaches, itchy, hives. I mean, the list goes on of what these parasites can do. Sometimes another osteopath that I work with, um, 
she actually sometimes can feel she's she's been fascinating and been feeling something in people's intestines um, and she sent people to me and we've had insane amounts of tapeworm come out of this person so tape is usually like long triangular head it's segmented you can tell a tape from a picture so this particular <laughs> osteopath that I work with has been able to judge and it's incredible of going Shannon I think this person has Lyme you need you need to see her and we've nailed it we're on number four now between parasites and Lyme she's like a rock star with being able to feel and that's what's awesome about your osteo side of things that people don't understand there's a story to be told in people's bodies isn't there guys and even though you're moving certain things to get things back to where they need to be you can feel if something's out of the ordinary and then sending them to me I can see and they can see what the out of ordinary is we do also test urine because the kidney, the adrenal glands are a huge component of what's happening. And that's part of our microcell method in, a, in the initial appointments is testing people's urine and seeing what the chemistry looks like. Huge component because you wouldn't believe how much I have nitrate come up, white blood cells come up or kidney issues come up. And this is all connected to that. For me, I want every single person to leave my room or leave my technician's appointments and be like, oh my God, that was the best damn appointment I've ever had. Like well, I learned so much. We try to put a lot of passion behind it. I can attest to that because from starting working admin at Still Dynamics when I was still in school and seeing the patients come out and talk about it. They come out like they just came out of a movie theater and they're so excited, yeah. raving about their findings. But I think, it, you know, and, and that speaks to your animation and your delivery of it, but it's so much deeper than that. It's the knowledge that you provide them. They're blown away. And even deeper than that, it's feeling seen. Like the, the, the common theme with the patients that you have is these are people that have been on a discovery to figure out why they feel like they're a prisoner within their own mind, or it can yeah. be murky because sometimes the symptoms that they feel can cross into, okay, am I just changing as a person? Is it circumstantial? Is it life? Is it stress? Well, you can easily attribute it to other things, but there's something within them that's saying, no, there's something wrong here and I need somebody to listen to me. And yeah. so when they meet you and have this comprehensive um, appointment and you're connecting like the Northern stars for them. And it's true. You nailed it. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what that really highlights to us from an osteopathic standpoint is that structure function relationship. And it's looking at how our systems are functioning and that's, demonstrated in the symptoms or in how somebody's feeling. But like we do with osteopathy, where we have our own algorithm for assessing how different levels of tissue are working, moving, and, and um, interacting with one another, you're looking at the composition of blood, which also tells you the functional side of things. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's looking Along at like with urine testing. Sorry to interrupt you. That also helps you. Right, right. That gives sorry. us the whole chemistry and biology picture 
Yeah. When did you start adding in urine and stool testing? So I'm assuming by I never did start. Yes. So I never did stool testing. Okay. So I can send out for GI testing. Um, but stool testing is done through more Western medicine or a naturopathic doctor can send out for GI testing. Okay. Um, but the urine testing, so about, uh, 15 years ago, I worked with a chemist, um, who I became very close with, um, and I worked at a naturopathic office and I learned how to do all these urine testing. Then I met this chemist and I had, we had come up with how to create an adrenal test and how to create a calcium test. And I just implemented it. Once I started my practice, I was like, this is so needed. Like this just makes things even better to be able to see the whole component. Um, so no other live blood cell kind of puts the two pieces together. Um, and it's very, very like, it's, it's incredible what I expose with putting those two pieces together, especially when it comes down to chronic infections, because me personally, I focus on a lot of chronic infections, Lyme disease, chest infections, like all of these type of things. Um, and again, we'll talk more about the osteo side of things. You guys know when there's a chronic infection sitting there, you just can't figure out what it is. And we see so many of our clients that come in that have been diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And that is a baloney thing to be diagnosed with because the fibromyalgia often comes from co-infections that we see come from a tick. So let's just talk about this for just one second, because I want people to understand what this means and what you guys are looking for as well, because you guys are feeling an inflammatory response. You guys are feeling things are jammed up. So let's talk about Lyme, chronic infections, things like that, that you guys as osteopaths are feeling when you're treating clients that there's an inflammatory response, that, th that there is a chronic infection. So when I get referrals from osteopaths, um, I'm looking for a lot of chronic infections. So a vector is something that crosses the blood barrier, spider, mosquito, black fly ticks okay and we're getting this from everything i mean they're everywhere unfortunately mm -hmm. people think if they're bitten by a dog tick that they're not having may not have issues and i and they don't necessarily carry lyme disease but they carry a lot of bacteria they're still biting the other animals they just in general can't carry lyme the black ticks are the ones that are carrying the worst and now we have new ticks that are unfortunately starting to be carried over from birds from other countries, most of the states, that carry a specific thing that will not allow us to digest meat. And we're going to start seeing this happen. Lyme and these infections and vector bites is an epidemic that's about to explode. And it's terrifying because Western medicine does not believe these pathogens can live in people's bodies again without infectious disease seeing it. And infectious disease is not testing for a lot of the things that I'm looking for. 
So there's a list of about 10 different chronic infections that come from vectors that create joint pain, that create inflammatory, that create numbness in the body. And a lot of the time we may think it's neurological and it is, but they have an infection that is inside the red blood cell or inside the plasma that I need to find. And it's knowing the pathology. It's knowing what you're looking at. Okay. So in that example of what kind of key visual identifiers are you seeing when you're seeing a chronic infection and you're trying to go layer by layer to figure out the specific one it may be? Um, Yeah. Okay. So that's a great question. However, because I have my microsome method, I don't get into the visuals. There are many, many people that follow me and sought after, and it sounds, I don't mean this to sound high and mighty or anything, but they want my info. Like they really do. So I truly don't get into visuals of what it is. I don't post anything social media in, in regards to video uh, visuals. But what I can tell you is these are ones you need high-end equipment to see. A red blood cell is so, so small. And you need to be able to see the pathogen that's living inside the red blood cell. You need to be able to see biofilms that are extremely small. And we are even seeing nanoparticles that relate to the COVID vaccine, which is a whole nother podcast in itself. But you have to be able to have this tech tech to be able to see these types of things. But they're very specific looking that you can't deny. And some things you really, really have to dig and be able to see it two, three, four times. We count the amount of these pathogens we do see in the sample. Because if I'm counting 25, it's been there a long time. If I'm counting three, this is a new infection. It takes time for it to cycle and get to 25. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So it sounds like it's quantitative, but it's predominantly qualitative. So you're using, it's, it's a trained art of uh, learning what you're, what you're looking for, right? It truly is. We have four to five blood smears to go through in that one hour visit. But when we look through our eyepieces of our microscope, we can see the majority of the sample. So we know where to zoom in. We know what we're looking for and we can see it so clearly because I, I buy Olympus high-end microscopes. People that are using, you know, old seventies microscopes, you're not seeing anything. And that's what builds a lot of skepticism into what I do is, is you got to be top of the line, high tech. What do you mean when you say things hide? Yes. Okay. So imagine a needle in a haystack. Okay. It's kind of like that because when I bring it up on screen, we are looking at over a million cells. It literally is like a solar system that you're looking at. So you need to move around the sample in throughout this on on the slide because all different areas of the slide will hold information. All four blood smears are going to hold that 30,000 page book. Something in there is going to be on that. And you know what? It blows my mind every day 
where I think I'm going to see something and I see something completely different. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here it is. This is what we've been looking for. And it's like a needle in a haystack. If I'm looking for somebody and, and they come up with fibromyalgia and joint pain and swelling, I'm going to be looking for the parameters of screening for Lyme and co-infections. I am because it's a major, major issue. Yeah, it is related to what we do in our process as well, because on several different layers, actually, as you speak, which I wouldn't even have thought of, but the way that we go through an initial assessment would be through a patient intake, their subjective symptoms. And of course, we're keeping that in mind, but we're looking at an objective assessment of the full body going layer by layer, initially through the fascial layers, muscular layers, getting to the bony layers and we're looking at a local area, um, global area, seeing how everything's connecting on a large scale to a small scale, and then creating this picture of how these objective findings are relating to their subjective complaints, like their exactly. But that's what is so unique about what you're doing is that you are showing the objective findings of the live blood analysis and you're not just checking a box like you have this this and this because this is what I was expecting to find and this is what I was looking for it's like okay I am looking for x y and z potentially based on your symptoms but I'm looking at the full picture to see if there's even more than you even came in presenting with 100% we see cancer and people that are scared to get cancer there's a lot of prevention you need your microbiome balance and yeah the job is to try and get people sterile you know get as as sterile as possible which we're never going to go sterile anymore the environment's too messed it's just it is what it is um but it my job is to eradicate those pathogens by the protocols that I form um and we watch it change Now, any doctors that are listening to this podcast, they can certainly reach out to me at Shannon at ShannonGregory.ca as I will offer them a free visit so I can show them what I can provide for their clients. We do also have a ship-in sample, which um, is only across Canada. So I can't get a viable sample across the U.S. border in time for me to get what I need from them. Um, So any practitioners that are hearing this and that are interested in this, I can definitely have a conversation with you or provide you with a free visit because it's, you know, you need to see what you can help your own clients with. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to Well and Back. We hope you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable insights into living your best life. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a rundown on today's episode. We are truly passionate about providing you with the best information and resources to help you on your wellness journey. For even more content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at wellandback. Please consider taking a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. By letting us know how this episode resonated with you or what you'd like to hear more of, it helps us to continuously improve. Until you're back, we wish you well.